Now it's time to see who has the heart. If you put your effort and concentration into playing to your potential to be the best you can be, I don't care what the scoreboard says, at the end of the game, in my book, we're going to be winners. This is your fight. Now go out there and take it. Let me see your war face. Ah! You didn't convince me. Let me see your real war face. Ah! You don't scare me. Work on it. Welcome to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Come see all your friends at Applebee's in Athens, Highway 72 West, just off I-65. 12 minutes guaranteed or it's free, Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Seven items to choose from. Can't make it for lunch? Visit them for happy hour, 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. or late night. Half-price appetizers with beverage purchase, six appetizers to choose from. One of your favorite teams is sure to be playing on the big screen, too. See you tomorrow at Applebee's Neighborhood Grill, Highway 72 Athens, just off I-65. Real estate real easy. That's the motto at Innovative Realty Solutions, and providing the highest quality real estate services is their mission. With sound real estate advice, the latest information, and a skilled analysis of the real estate market, Innovative Realty Solutions offers a better home buying and selling experience with a fair, ethical, and yes, innovative process. Innovative Realty Solutions. Visit them on Facebook, online at InnovativeRealtySolutions.com at 100 North Clinton Street in Athens or call 230-595 Innovative Realty Solutions. Real estate, real easy. When things go wrong, State Farm is here to help life go right. And Agent Michael Howell is the one who can help get things back on track. See Michael for your auto, home, life, health, property, and business insurance. And be ready for those unexpected twists that life throws at you. Ask about banking and annuities, too. Call State Farm Agent Michael Howell at 232-5400. Visit him online at michaelhowell.net or go see him at 903 South Clinton Street in Athens. State Farm Agent Michael Howell. There when things go wrong, here to help life go right. Daily and Son Car Care is Ardmore's only one-stop auto repair and tire shop. Whether it's major mechanic or brake work or routine maintenance like an oil change or lube job, Daily and Son Car Care has been satisfying customers all over with their fast and friendly service. They're also your headquarters for quality Cooper tires. Stop by and see Wayne, Nikki, or Dale at 25600 Main Street in Ardmore, Tennessee, or call them at 931-427-4651. They're on Facebook, too. Daily and Sun Car Care, open Monday through Friday, 7.30 till 5, and Saturday, 7.30 till noon. Keep up with local school, travel, youth, and amateur sports throughout the week with the Play Action Sports Update. Listen weekday mornings at 7.30 and weekday afternoons at 1.30 and 3.30 as we bring you the latest scores, news, and announcements from Limestone County and surrounding communities. That's the Play Action Sports Update three times a day, Monday through Friday on 1080 WKAC. This is James Clemens girls basketball coach Monica Maxwell and you are listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. And good Saturday morning ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of Applebee's Tailgate Talk. We're live here from the Applebee's in Athens right here at the corner of 72 and I-65. Alongside my producer extraordinaire Tim Lambert. Across from me is coach Clint Legg. I am Jay Vassar. Good morning everybody and Good morning, Coach. Good morning, Tim. Good morning, man. How is everything? It's okay. <laughs> he's ready. He's, he's, it's okay now. Awesome. He's multitasking. Over <laughs> yeah, yeah. Todd's on his way in. Uh, he's he's run a little. He had to take son to to work, so he's on his way in. And of course, Tom is 
down in Auburn getting ready for the Auburn Tigers taking on the Mississippi State Bulldogs this afternoon. So he'll, he'll be down there eating Chick-fil-A probably or something like that in his little press box area waiting for us. But anyway, <clears throat> look for us on Facebook at Applebee's Tailgate Talk or on Instagram or Twitter at Tailgate Talk AL. Visit us online at tailgatetalk.net. Get your scores and archives of past shows. You can also vote on this week's poll, this week's Athlete of the Week poll, and enter your nomination in future polls, as well as find the links to download the PAS Plus app for your Android and iOS devices. Follow the Tailgate Talk podcast on iTunes, Amazon, Pandora, iHeart, Google, and other popular platforms. Here is on your Alexa device by saying, Alexa, open PAS Plus. Call or text us during the show at 256-812-1TGT. That's 256-812-1848. Our call-in guests come via the national First National Bank hotline, making communities great. And our special guest segment is sponsored by Yellow Roofing. And today our special guest will be former Alabama running back, Tennessee Titans running back, Justin Nudie Fowler. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of our, lo- our coaches will be on today. It'll be Chad McGee, coach of the Clemens, uh, James Clemens Jets. Uh, coach Jonathan Snyder of the Ardmore Tigers. Shelby Davis of the West Limestone Wildcats. Oscar Bonds of the Tanner Rattlers. And our Huntsville Havoc hookup, Mr. Clay Coleman. And our Swami of the SEC, Mr. A.P. Stedham. I don't know if he's in Jacksonville today or not. Big Florida-Georgia game. Who so. knows? That guy's everywhere, man. <laughs> he's everywhere. He's everywhere. <laughs> uh, Coach, tough one last night. Yeah, man. I, I, I never, when I left and got there, I never dreamed that it would be a situation where we, you know, we, to be honest, we played as bad as we could play last night on some parts of it. And we're still in the game to win at the end. And, you know, uh, a team that I didn't think was would be would be around at the end of the game, but but man, I mean here's what I'm gonna give credit to Phil Campbell. They played hard, they played intense, they played tough, they played as good as anybody we played all year. They were at home, they had their playoff dreams in front of them, and we did not match their intensity. Yeah, so I mean it's always tough to play on the road, especially down there. Because I think Clements has had trouble down there in the, in the past. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not going to get into the trouble that it could have. I know. I'm not going to get into that. It's, you know, everybody that loses always the first thing they want to talk about is how bad the officiating was. And I, I've always been when I coached and when I played and when my kids play with with umpires and stuff. You just got to be better and you got to be prepared. And know that when you do go on the road, it should be home cooking. You know, so. That's no excuse. We, 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 as they like to say, we laid an egg last night. <laughs> uh, big win last night for the Golden Eagles, winning and over, well, close, winning at the buzzer with a two point conversion. Oh, man, I, 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 that's one guy I was hoping was on because, Jay, you know, we had no kicking game. Alan Athens has got a great kicker. I mean, one of the best I've ever seen. But that's the decision made on Wednesday or Thursday. If we get tied or close to it, we're going to go for the win on the road at Fort Payne, Jay, another difficult place to yeah. play. And, I'm, man, I'm just – I know good coaches rep, the, rep a couple, maybe one or two, 100% two-point plays. And, man, when you win like that, what a what a momentum that carries into this week. They got a tough one this week at home. Yeah. Russellville going into the playoffs, you know. Do, does 
do you rest you guys towards the end of the game or you play them no, regardless? It, it's Russellville, Athens, man. There's no way Cody's resting nobody as much as Athens can't stand Russellville. So uh, I'm, there, I, I'm not because how about, how about this? We know what resting for the playoffs does, don't we, guys, when it comes yeah. to the, the baseball. Yeah. Braves and Dodgers are at home right now for that single reason, which is a travesty. And even it, it hurts in the NFL, too. That's right. I'm not. I mean, I'm going to play if we get up, I might let them go, but not. And they can rest and the months of uh, end of December, January, February, March, you know. Well, let's get into what scores we had overnight, Thursday night and tonight with scores and more. All righty. Thursday night, James Clemens clinched to the region championship with a win over Grissom, 35-7. to uh, East Limestone defeated Ardmore, 45 to nothing. so the Indians got their second win of the season. Uh, Phil Campbell over Clements, 44-36. We never did really mention the score. Uh, I, was, <laughs> I didn't want to steal your thought. Yeah, well, I appreciate that. Uh, Boonville, Mississippi came to Tanner and beat the Rattlers, 48-21. Uh, to uh, it was Rogers over West Limestone, twenty-five to seven. Colbert County uh, beat Elmont, forty-nine to nothing. And uh, like we said, Al- Athens over Fort Payne, twenty-nine to twenty-eight, last night. Uh, the um, Calhoun volleyball team has a tournament going on. The Warhawks Showdown is going on this weekend. Calhoun defeated Beville State yesterday, three to nothing, and Pensacola State got by them three to two, and they are playing Enterprise State right now. So, uh, good luck to them. I think this is their last of their regular season games. I believe. You guys remember? Y'all remember the '80s when it was Jefferson Pilot one basketball game a week with Joe Dean? You remember when <laughs> they went it to buzzer like yeah. Athens won last night? And then when American Idol came on, you couldn't see the Wednesday night game because they, you know, That's they right. wouldn't show it. They would That's free right. him. Say? I mean, you know, American Idol's more important. Yeah, but so, what I was getting at is Heartbreak Hotel. Yeah. Oh. So, so how did the Clements girls do in, in volleyball? Oh, we got beat, man. We, we we got beat over there by a great Plainview team. Here's how good it is, guys. Plainview's region, them, and I forgot who else it was, they crushed Lauderdale County, who's great, and us. We had a good volleyball team, but their volleyball, I don't know if their region was just a lot better, but both of them put up, put our region out, if that makes sense. And the Bible school, they're going to state? I sure say, that's part of my more. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, oh Jay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Step right in his lane. stepping on me anyway. <laughs> Uh, yeah, ABS is the only local, local one of our local schools going on to the state tournament. They will play University Charter School on Wednesday in uh, the first round. And and congratulations to James Clemens, Mark Woods. He committed to Jack State football uh, earlier this week. So uh, there you go. And. Uh, <clears throat> I'm sorry. Let me do my tagline here. Okay. Scores and more brought to you by P4 Physical Therapy, delivering world-class outpatient care with a purpose. You can visit them on Facebook or online at p4physicaltherapy.com. Now. Oh, and I was, me and Clint was talking last night. You know, if Cody Reed hadn't got hurt, he'd probably be playing with the Diamondbacks right now in the World Series. You know? Yeah, man, that's a shame. It's a I've never been around a kid that worked any harder than Cody Reed did at baseball, and it's a shame that he's he's not around to see this and be a part of it and make Ardmore proud again like Lee Hodges does, yeah. you know. So 
guess guess for next week. Are you still working on it? Still working on that still one. Still working on it. <laughs> the big talk this morning is how the Michigan Wolverines are stealing, stealing allegedly, <laughs> alleged. Let me make it clear: allegedly going out and trying to steal signs. I mean, paying people to go out videoing ball games and buying tickets on the forty-five yard line on each side. Well, well. I mean, it's still Me and Todd kind of got into that last week. So, uh. Hey, speaking of, entering the building. Buddy Lee Parker of the State Patrol. That's, that's him. <laughs> Todd. <laughs> so we, we know that James Clintons will open up with Hoover in the first round yep. at home. And the winner of that will play either uh, Bob Jones or Hewitt Trustwood. So James Clemens wins the wins the area and they play Hoover. Yeah, yeah. Hoover did, Hoover didn't win what many games. Well, uh, yeah, they got off to a really team. slow start this year. So they, I mean, you know, they're coming up here to play the number one team. So they, you know, they're they're fourth in their region. So uh, <laughs> if that tells you, <laughs> and me and Clint went and watched Hewitt Trussell last year play at Florence. And uh, they looked pretty good down there last year. I don't know how many seniors they lost, but it'll be if they were to beat Hoover and play Hewitt Trussell, that will be another good ball yeah, game. Yeah, and of course, coaches swapping, yeah, swapping uh, schools there for Wade and yeah, Wade, Wade and Hoover coming back up here. Yeah, <laughs> Chad from Hoover. Yep, yep, yep. So it'll be an interesting ball game. But we're gonna take a quick break. <laughs> Multitasking again. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk on the Big 1080 WKAC and the PAS Plus app. Hear Applebee's Tailgate Talk on your Alexa device by saying, Alexa, open PAS Plus and hear it in crystal clear quality. Applebee's Tailgate Talk will be right back. P4 Physical Therapy is a new outpatient provider offering community-based care with a unique partnership model that allows them to consistently deliver world-class outpatient care, emphasizing personalized hands-on treatment. Whether it's orthopedic, physical, geriatric, or manual therapy, sports or neuro rehab, telehealth, or most any type of muscle or joint pain, P4 Physical Therapy promises to treat you with integrity, compassion, faithfulness, and selflessness. Locations in Athens, Huntsville, and Winfield, Alabama, as well as Fayetteville and Knoxville, Tennessee. Look for them on Facebook or online at p4physicaltherapy.com. First National Bank is a name everyone in the community recognizes. We see it in our schools, in our parks, and in our homes. First National Bank is proud to help make our community great. I am First National Bank Student Advisory Board Member Elijah Goins from Athens Bible School, and I love to help represent First National Bank in my community. First National Bank, making communities great. Located at 1880 Highway 72 East and 321 South Jefferson Street in Athens. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Ardmore Telephone Company has been operating right here in your community since the 1950s. Over the years, we've brought you advanced communication services such as telephone, high-speed internet, and security systems. And going forward, we'll be right here ready to provide you with innovative services and the high level of customer service you've come to expect. At Ardmore Telephone, our proof is the test 
test of time, running decades deep. We're Ardmore Telephone, and we are here to stay. For more details, call 1-800-830-9946 or visit ardmore.net. Now on a platform near you, the only year-round weekly podcast covering the Huntsville Havoc, the Reekin' Havoc podcast. News, interviews, and more. Dropping every Thursday, we'll just reek of the Huntsville Havoc. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and listen, follow, and subscribe on your favorite platform via the PAS Plus app and online at wreakinghavoc.com. Hi, this is Tyrone Poole, former NFL cornerback and two-time Super Bowl champion, and you are listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. Welcome back to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. Tim is trying to get a host of AP. I don't know where he's at. Probably down in Jacksonville. One too many cocktails, Beach. probably. <laughs> so, uh, Todd, what's been going on, buddy? He's calling now. He's calling in. Well, we got the guru of Capshaw, Todd Tomlin. Oh, guru of H&H Barbecue. That's about the only thing. I was the guru of that, brother. Oh, that, uh, I was the king. Yeah, I loved it. Me too. Miss it. He used to be called the Big Thrill from Evansville. <laughs> here we go. AP, you with us? I'm. I'm with you. I, I was sitting here with Eric, with Eric Curry. We're having some breakfast, and I didn't hear my ringer. Oh wow! Uh, we say hi. Well, hello, to hello to Eric Curry. Roll tight. <laughs> we will. We'll tell him. We'll tell. I'll tell Eric y'all said hello. You need to set up a special ringtone for Tailgate Talk, yeah. so you know. <laughs> you know what? I'm, you know what? I, I think I need to. I, I think I agree with that. <laughs> with all the calls you get. So where are you, uh, think, your travels taking you, if anywhere? This week. I'm in I'm in Jack, Jacksonville. Okay, I'm about five, yeah, about five miles from the stadium. We're just out here having breakfast. Terrible weather. I'm yep. sure it's just terrible down there. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh terrible my goodness! View, you terrible it. food. That sky is so blue, man. I can't. I got to put my sunglasses back on. <laughs> I hate you having to rough it so bad, buddy. <laughs> now, <laughs> now, now, AP, I've been there one time. I've been to Jacksonville one oh. time. Was the year Alabama played yeah. Florida State. Okay, and you was, and me both. This is my first time. <laughs> that was the year of the Red Sea. You remember that? Oh, oh okay. Yeah. What was it? Twenty. Uh, was it twenty? That game was twenty-one fourteen, right? Yeah. Wasn't that twenty-one fourteen? Something like that. Yeah, that was the first oh, time. Oh, the, oh you mean oh, you, oh, you, the game? The, I was looking at the score. The score of the game. You mean the year? Yeah. Yeah, the year must have been two thousand seven, right? Seven. Okay, yes. that's what I was. Yes. That's what I yes. thought you were saying yes. too, Jay. Yeah, I thought it had to be earlier. Saban's now. first year, right? Yeah. Saban's first year, right? So, Played by the Bowden. Yeah. Yeah. So, how do you see the game down there today, AP? How do I feel about the game? Yeah. Well, George is favored. You know, they don't have the, the sensational tight end, but they got capable people. And Carson Beck, he's accurate, so if he gets it to them, they catch it, they'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they may not have no 80-yard play with, like they would with Brock Bowers, but they catch the football for them and don't make a lot of mistakes. They'll drive the field. But but I wouldn't I wouldn't sleep on Florida, though. Graham Mertz, you know, he play, he's playing pretty well for them as a quarterback. And they got the two two running backs, and uh, Ricky Pearsall. They're going to be all over him, right, for yeah. Florida. Yeah, they'll be all over him. They just seem inconsistent. Florida seems so inconsistent. You never know which one's going to show <laughs> yeah. up. Yeah, which team will be there? Exactly. <laughs> which team is going to show up? Exactly. You know the team. So, you, 
you may get yeah. the team that played Utah or the team that played Tennessee. Yeah. Right. And, and they got the greatest field goal kicker, the name, right? Trey Smack, right? Isn't that his yeah. name? Smack? Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, I love that name, right? I mean, I don't I don't talk smack, but <laughs> I, I like his name, though. Yeah. It's kind of cool. It is cool. And who, could, who could come up with that name? What's your kicker's name? Mm. Smack. <laughs> smack. Um, what other big games are you looking at this, this weekend, whether it be inside the SEC um, or outside? Well, 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 I would say that, you know, Tennessee, Kentucky, <laughs> I'm always interested in that game because, you know, Kentucky beat them a time or two, and that's a border rivalry. And, you know, they're both at a, a similar position, five and two, but had disappointments, right? Kentucky lost at home and they got smacked by yeah. Georgia by 38. That shouldn't happen. You mean lose the game? Yes. By 38? No. No way, no how. And then you have um, uh, they lost that game to Missouri at home by 17. They, those teams don't like each other, but you can't leave, lose at home to Missouri by 17. And then Tennessee, of course, lost to Florida. That's a rival. Lost to Alabama, the rival. Ahead, you know, 20 to 7 at halftime. Gave up the big lead. So, they're good. if they lose to Kentucky and then Georgia, that's you're losing to four potential rivals. That's a step. That's two steps backwards for Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. God, I hate Two that. steps backwards for Tennessee. <laughs> I hate that for him, yeah. AP. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I can, I can sense it. <laughs> That sympathy is just oozing through the phone line. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah. The, the, the sarcasm so, dripping through the phone line. There we go. I don't it's think a, they lose to the Kentucky guys. I don't know. Yeah. It's the home game for Lexington. Yeah. Yeah. You it's, know. it's always tough to play up there against them yeah. when their back's against the wall. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, if they get that running game going, I mean, in Tennessee's got a good running game. Similar type teams, right? The quarterbacks yeah. have not played as well, both of them. You know, Milton, yeah. Joe Milton the third had his moments against Alabama. But uh, Devin Leary is definitely all. underachieving. <laughs> and Ray Davis. Ray Davis, they get him going. It'd be hard to stop. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, those young receivers, they're talented, but got to catch the football for them. They're yeah. quarterback. Um, so Tim you know, Couch is out. Line. <laughs> okay. Tim Couch is not playing today. No. Not there to help. Like the Jack not there to help. No, not there to help. So no bluegrass, bluegrass miracle today. <laughs> mm, I don't know. I mean, I don't. We, we never know. So, One play, right? Yeah. So AP, let's look back to the Alabama-Tennessee game last week. The okay. Second okay. Ha- the second half mainly because it just seemed right. like the first half Alabama didn't you know they didn't do much and then the second half looked right. like a whole different team. Looked like yeah, Jalen sure. Milrow mean, inhabited Joe Milton's body. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's right. <laughs> yeah, they, they made a switch at halftime, right? I don't know. Yeah, but you know Jalen Milrow, he's getting better, and uh, we know he can throw the long ball. We know that he can run with the wind. We know that. He's getting better with the progressions. I mean, he's not a perfect quarterback, but you have to live with that. This is his capabilities right now as a quarterback. And defensively, Alabama has played well. 
Uh, they had the mix-up against Texas in the secondary a few times, right? Yeah. So that happens. You know, you're the last line of defense. One miscommunication. I thought you had him. You thought I had him. Bingo. Touchdown. Okay? Yeah. Everybody's uh, pointing fingers. But they, they play well defensively, and that's their strength. Um, they get that running game going. Those those backs are shifty for Alabama, but the offensive line just depends on the matchup or that day, I think. And, you know, they're plenty big, but, you know, can you perform? I see you're big, but can you do something for me? Yeah. I mean, you know, can you block for me? That's, that's what they need. And uh, the wide receivers, you know, they've come alive these last – uh, four or five games, you know, they've shown that they can make some good catches and, and beat some defenders on one-on-one situations. So, hey, it takes everybody. Alabama's a team that needs um, everybody functioning because they don't have, you know, those Amari Clippers and, and uh, Jerry Judy's that take the ball 80 yards in one, you know, one play. Now, they've had the long plays because there's been mis- miscommunication by the other opponents, by the opponents in the secondary. But, um, you know, they, they have to move it down the field yeah. methodically. And they gotta, no they got to get Kool-Aid catching the ball. On the, on the yeah, yeah on, on, on the punch. Yeah, yeah. It's a, that's a hold your breath moment, right? Yeah. Don't don't drink your Kool Aid. Hold your Kool Aid first. Well, hold your Kool Aid before you drink yeah. it. Hold it. I've been hearing because, that. Yeah, it's a little scary sometimes. I've been hearing AP. They've been letting Isaiah Bonds back there some in practice because I think well, I think what Kool Aid yeah. has the yips like Steve Sachs yeah. did in baseball. You know. In the baseball, right? Can't he can, there's a thousand people that could, could throw it from second to first, but they don't play for the Dodgers, right? That's right. There you go. That's right. <laughs> that's right. But I'm gonna tell you, AP. In my opinion, yeah. guys, the guy that's gotten a lot better for Alabama's helping us is J.C. Latham. He handled a guy that'll be in the NFL. Handled him. Handled him. The guy did nothing all game. Right. On the defensive end. So he's hey, getting they better. They need those type man. of things. Yeah. Yes, sir. Booker's gotten this better. A- you know. I, yeah, Tyler, this is the question. Let me ask you all this question. And, you know, a wide receiver drops the ball one week, catches it the next. Okay, that's a visible improvement. You could, I could see it. You could see it. Offensive lineman plays better. Is it the opponent he's playing is inferior, or did he get better as a lineman with his technique? That's the question only the coaches know. Uh, that's true. Yeah. That's right? True. That's yeah. true. I don't, I don't know if they got better. I know that they blocked this guy this week. But I don't know if they got better. I mean, only the coaches would know those types of things, I believe. At the end of the day, guys, you can't take five in block seven. No, no absolutely. It don't uh, I don't think so. And that's, that's been the issue. Yeah. And, and they are a yeah. young group, uh, you know, a young group. Yeah. And, and they're getting better as we go. That's all you can ask, man. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. You have to help that left side. You must help that left side on the offensive tackle. Whoever in the ballgame, you got to chip somebody. You got to have some help. It's not fair to that person. I mean, I don't think it's fair to start him at 18 years old anyway. But no. that's that's what that's had to be done. That's that's the situation. But so AP, at least you give him some support. Yes, sir. If you remember, a few years back, we had Cam Robinson, and, and they did him the same way. They stuck him out there. You're the guy. You're going to be the guy. Just yep. just learn. But hey, Jonah, he's a little bit more athletic. Yes, they're a little bit more athletic yes, dudes yeah. than Proctor is. Proctor's right. just a yes, monster, yeah. man. He's just a big kid. Yeah, yeah. He's big, yeah. He doesn't move as well, for sure. And in this day and age, you know, they put the best edge rusher on that right side. You know, that's their advantage. They're, and they have that advantage at this moment against Alabama. AP, yeah. real quick, as we see it. Oh, yeah, as we see it, uh, we had the um, senior writer from FloridaGators.com. Um uh, 
he was on our past show, and then this week, you know, big Alabama LSU game, and and also the Missouri Georgia game will be a good game coming up. So we'll yeah. probably get somebody to discuss one of those two games. AP and Kelly, as we see it, check it on our Facebook page. We have the archived episodes, and check the different stations. I put that schedule up there every week on Thursday. Well, AP, we appreciate you joining us, bud. Have a great day there in Jacksonville, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Hey, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Yes, Take thank care, you everybody. Bye-bye now. That's AP, that's AP Stedham, our guru of the SEC. We're going to take us a quick break. You're listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk on the Big 1080 and our PAS Plus app. Congratulations to Hayden Durham of Ardmore, our Applebee's Neighborhood Athlete of the Week and winner of a gift card from the Athens Applebee's and a Tailgate Talk t-shirt from that shirt printing place. Go to tailgatetalk.net and enter nominations for future polls. Applebee's Tailgate Talk will be right back. When you're looking for something special for your next event, why not bring in the most amazingly fine flavored shaved ice this side of the islands, Kona Ice of Decatur in Athens. Whether it's a school or major sporting event, a picnic or festival, Kona Ice brings the fun and laughter from their steel drum music to their signature flavor wave where guests can flavor their own shaved ice. No event is too big or too small. Kona Ice makes fundraising easy too. Call Kona Ice today and tell them what you have in mind. 256-566-5298 or look for them on your favorite social media platform. Kona Ice of Decatur in Athens. 256-566-5298. Limestone Drug, located on the square in downtown Athens, is your local health park pharmacy. As your local health park pharmacy, Limestone Drug is locally owned and has a personal commitment to the community. Limestone Drug honors prescription drug plans, including Medicare. They accept flex spending cards and fill prescriptions in minutes, not hours. Limestone Drug knows there's nothing more important than your family's well-being. So shop Limestone Drug at 200 West Market Street in Athens. Your local health park pharmacy, Limestone Drug, caring for you and about you. Your roof is the first line of defense for your home. Do you have water stains on your ceiling, paint peeling off your walls, shingles missing? It's probably time for you to get your free roof inspection. Locally owned and operated, licensed and insured, Yellowhammer Roofing is the Yellowhammer State Hometown Team. Yellowhammer Roofing, let our family protect what's most important to you, your family. 256 232-1933 or online at yellowhammerroofing.com. Davis and Cole LLP in Athens has served the area assisting individuals and businesses with bookkeeping, tax preparation and filing and routine accounting. Davis and Cole LLP, located at 105 South Marion Street. Open weekdays 9 to 5. Call 256-232-9994. Davis and Cole LLP. Takes a snap. He's going to fake the pitch. He's at the 20. The 10. He's going to get a cup be listening for James Clemens High School football this season as the Jets take on the best in Class 7A competition. You can hear every featured game streamed live online at pasnetwork.net on your Amazon Echo device by saying Alexa, open PAS Plus or on your PAS Plus app and later on demand. You can also hear the replays at Sunday afternoons on WKAC Radio. Join us for exciting coverage of James Clemens Jets football this season from Play Action Sports. This is Chad McGee, head football coach of James Clemens Jets, and you're listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. And welcome back to Applebee's Tailgate Talk, alongside producer extraordinaire Tim Lambert. 
Todd Bob Tomlin and Coach Clint Leg. I am Jay Vester, and joining us now on the First National Bank Hotline, making communities great, is the head coach of the James Clemens Jets, Coach Chad McGee. Coach, congratulations on beating those Grissom Tigers and winning the region, and got to play those Hoover Bucks now. Yeah, we're 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 glad to be in the position we're in and and get the host and have Hoover come to us, and we're real excited about it. Now, that's two, is that two weeks away, Coach? Is that right? Yeah, it'll be the 10th. Okay, okay. So not a huge gap, but a, <laughs> but a decent gap. So on, on Friday, it yeah. is a Friday game. Okay. So. I just get confused because, I mean, don't some teams still have regular season games kind of Next around week, at the same yeah. time? Yeah. Yeah, just made, made yeah. yeah we, we played week zero and went zero all the way through nine. Okay. And uh, we haven't had a bye week, so – um, this this will be our much needed bye week yeah. in the playoffs. Hey, hey, coach, I got a question. I know you've been watching them. I know you have. I know. I know you have. So I, here's what I want to know. <laughs> maybe, maybe a little bit. Coach McGee, what what makes Hoover old Hoover, and what makes Hoover different now that they would be fourth in the region? Yeah. Well, you know what? I mean. They're still Hoover, and yes, they sir. still got the same. They still got good players, yes, and uh, you know they they've kind of. I tell you what, the last four weeks, I think they've played really, really well and played Thompson really tough last night. Kind of held them down a little bit, and uh, I thought defensively, man, they played outstanding and played hard and played a great effort. You know, I just think, you know. And, and I've been at Hoover, so, like, the, the schedule's always going to be really hard. Right. Um, you know, and it was kind of like, I guess, the perfect storm for them that, you know, tough schedule and uh, just had some things that didn't go their way and uh, kind of figuring it out on offense. And, and uh, um, but they're, you know, there's, man, they're still – to me, one of the best teams in the state. I mean, that region obviously is, is brutal, and yes, uh, uh, and you know, it's just. But they they've kind of rebounded and stayed in it, and uh, I thought they played probably their their best ball last night against Thompson. You know, twenty one to eleven. Um, so it's going to be a, a monumental task for us to play our best game of the year. Uh, you know, you're talking about opponents from Hoover. People, you know, everybody's setting their schedules for the up-and-coming years. People just don't go, well, i tell you what, let's do Let's call them. Let's go play Hoover. Yeah. They don't do that, <laughs> you know. Just, no, uh, I, it's like, I, w- I, uh, yeah. uh, I wouldn't do it. <laughs> well, I don't know now. You, you, you pad yours pretty hard anyway, so I wouldn't, you know. I wouldn't put it past yeah, you, I would, but uh, I also wouldn't yeah, fool with it either <laughs> if I didn't have to. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, you know, it'd be hard to schedule them knowing we cross over right. in the first round with that region anyway. But but, uh, but with the schedule you've had, coach, you know, your guys are ready for that. They've seen that level, you know, and and you know they're ready. So I think so, and I mean, you know, Mountain Brook obviously beating Hoover gives us a. You know, I thought we played one of our best games against Mountain Brook and came up short early in the year. Um, very similar offensively. Uh, Mountain Brook and us, so it kind of gives us a good, a good blueprint um, to work from, and um, you know, and hopefully our kids will, you know, if our kids will just get over the name, you know, yeah, that's the biggest that's, thing. You're right, you, you're right. You got to overcome that name, and and man, go out there and give them your best, and you know, and you know, we'll talk with them this week about, you know, I mean, when I was at Hoover, and we came up uh, up here and played in the. 
second or third round a few years back, and they took us to overtime. And I mean, yeah. man, it was it was a hard fought ball game. It sure was. That was awesome. Well, now going back to your game with Grissom Thursday, you had a really good first quarter. I mean, got three touchdowns in the first quarter. Second quarter, not so much. I, I, I don't <laughs> know if I'd call it sloppy, but uh, you know, maybe that's what you call it. No, you that would have been that would have been Johnny or Brad that, that, that called. <laughs> but I think they stopped short of that. But it was kind of hot and cold the other night, um, and so I don't know. Was it just? Kind of because you had to leave, uh, maybe yeah, so. Yeah. Just relaxed in the second quarter. Or? No, I just think uh, it just got to a point where it's you know I think we were probably averaging six seven yards a carry, and, and we'd get six seven yards a carry, and then that gum a penalty would yeah. you know a guy wouldn't line up on the line, and yeah. then, so we bring it back, and then then you, then you get a holding call, and then. You know, you get a false start. I mean, we were driving to go up 28, um, and just, man, just the penalties just kept pushing us back. And, uh, you know, and, and, you know, when I execute real well in the passing game, um, you know, trying to work through that still. And, uh, but it was, uh, you know, offensively, it, it, it did not look good. Um, I was proud of our defense. Um, they, man, they, you know, they, I mean, for all intents, purpose had a chance at a shutout. And then, you know, third quarter, we subbed them out, you know, um, up 35 to nothing. We had defensive touchdown on a scoop and score. And then we had a, a punt return for a touchdown. So it was 35 nothing. And we put some, you know, we got to put some other guys in. And, you know, fourth quarter uh, took the offense out when, you know, early and, let some other guys get some reps, but yeah, certainly didn't play our best in the second quarter on offense. Well, I, I saw something I don't think I've ever seen before. Uh, Grissom takes a high snap, it bounces off the quarterback's hands up in the air, and one of your guys is right there to catch it. And is that the scooping score you were talking about? No, we we didn't score on that one. Okay, um, I couldn't remember. I, uh, I was thinking that was a fourth and fourth and one. Um, they tried QB sneak, ball popped out, and we scooped and took it uh, and scored with it for 60 yards. Okay. All right. Well, the, the yeah, I guess the other one, I couldn't remember if it was a score or not, <laughs> but it, I, I just never seen a recovery that fast. I mean, the, your guy was just right there <laughs> ready to catch yeah, it. bounced off his head. I guess I coached outside linebackers. We didn't work enough stiff arm drill to go score with it. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good, pretty good. So I tell you what, let's let's go ahead and get a uh, couple of senior spotlights in here. Yeah, um, we got. Um, let me pull up my list here. We got K. John Sullivan, who's a, a senior that's playing his first year here for us. Um, it's been good locker room guy, and just a joy to have in the program. Does. Does a lot of good things for us. Helps us on scout team. Um, you know, just glad he came out this year. And then, uh, you know, the other one's Fred Poe. I don't think we've talked about Fred, our big nose guard. Um, he's had an outstanding year and just probably one of the more improved players we've had this year. And, uh, you know, he's a load in the middle and, uh, you know, does a really good job for us and uh, clogging up the middle and doing things. And so we're going to need his best effort uh, this week moving forward. Um, 
And then number 87, Isaiah Woodward, is a senior tight end for us. Um, works hard. Um, big role guy that does a good job for us and uh, been with us since I've been here. Uh, kind of towards ACL last year, had to move in from wide receiver to tight end and has done a good job for us as well. Now, and you had a, a commitment earlier this week too. What? Uh, you, Mark, Mark Woods? Woods? Yeah. Yeah, Mark Woods committed to Jacksonville State, so we're real proud of him. And man, that's you know, I told him that's a great place with, I mean, great football. You know, everybody wants to power five, but man, they they've managed to win. I think seven games now at Jack State, moving up to Division One, yeah. and uh, got a good coach there, and they got a lot of talent. And uh, man, it's just a great place. I think for him, and he'll fit in well, and, and hopefully go in and contribute early for them. And uh, DJ Williams was our player of the night the other night. Yeah, DJ, man, he's done an outstanding job this year. And uh, no, I mean, between him and Cam, uh, you know, you've got to have two really good backs in seven A that can kind of carry the load. You, mm-hmm. You're gonna get worn down if you only have one. Mm-hmm. Um, and those guys have uh, managed to share the load. And, I mean, one week it's Cam and, you know, and then the next week it's DJ and um, does some really good things and um, is just having an outstanding year this year. Yeah. Let me tell you something, Coach. I've been – you're talking about Jacksonville State. I want to add to that. Man, they – ESPN and, and those and, – and, you know, they give they give that conference, especially Jacksonville, a lot of love. I watched one of your other guys play the other night, South Alabama, play uh, S- Southern Miss. Watched Geo play quarterback. Yeah. Golly, he was yeah. good the other night, man. And, and it's, it's, yeah. coach, isn't it amazing how a few years ago Southern Miss was one of the teams that you talked about as far as not in a Power Five, but always good. And man, South Alabama kind of owned them the other night. It was like fifty-five to three, or something like that. Yeah. Man, I, I agree with what Coach said. I think Jacksonville State, Rich Rod, and he's got a heck of a staff. And they're playing deep. Man, that's that would be a great place to go for any kid to play, you know? Yeah, I, I, that's what I told him. I said, man, it's, it's going to be and, – and, you know, it's high-level football. And I mm-hmm. think, to me, the transfer portal has kind of evened a lot of things out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, where these guys transfer in that were four or five-star and they – go to a place like that and can play because, you know, right now I think you're getting a lot of these, you know, four or five stars that go places and they don't want to sit behind another four and five star. Yeah. Um, and and so, man, they're all finding homes and kind of leveling it out. I just – I hate it for Jackson – I think it stinks that you move up and you can't play in a bowl game um, because they've certainly earned it. And, uh, I mean, it's just crazy to me. They're, yeah, they're, they're going to be sitting out of the bowl season. That makes yeah. no sense whatsoever. Yeah. Punishing a, uh, a school for moving up, like what's the? They think they're protecting them from something. I mean, I don't, you know, I don't I know. Mean, I mean, I mean, if you move down, I understand it. But like, you move up, and James Madison's in the same boat. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean. They're, man, that's a good ball team, and, and, man, those kids deserve to play in a bowl game. 
but I don't, you know, I don't make those decisions and they don't ask me. So, yeah, coach, you got to, you, you I mean, I, in my opinion, I think the way you've done this and the way teams do it, taking this week, this this week off, if I got to have an off week, I think it's the best time, get everybody a little bit better and really work on who you're playing first round to make sure you win it. So, I mean, what, what's your plan going to be this week in practice? Getting, I mean, what is you, what are you guys going to do over at JC this week? Yeah, well, man, I don't know. We went through the meat grinder there in the region. I, I don't know that week five might not have been a better option this year for a bye week. But but we're here, and we made it through fairly healthy. Um, you know, we, we brought the kids in. We had a Thursday night game, so we corrected film Friday. We took care of discipline issues for penalties and things like that. Just trying to give them some rest. And We normally bring them in on Sundays. We're going to give them Sunday off. Um bring them in Monday morning, get a lift, and then we're going to get into the end of the Hoover film and, and the breakdown and, and the data and all that, what it looks like. And then uh, we're going to go Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And it's, you know, it's going to be a get back to fundamentals, do the small things right, but also a heavy emphasis on, you know, preparing for Hoover. And, and now, you know, especially now defensively, they kind of played two quarterbacks and, um, the, the younger quarterback took all the snaps Friday, so and he, he's definitely uh, a runner um, uh, more so than the other one. So we've got to get prepared for that. But you know, we're we're gonna we're gonna get ready for them, and then you know, hopefully come in the next the following week, and and it's just you know, mistake free, and checks are there, and but when we see the looks that we're getting, and and uh, be able to execute. Yeah, man. Uh... Well, Coach, we appreciate you joining us. Uh, enjoy this bio, this off week and get your boys ready to go in a couple weeks, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Okay, appreciate you guys having me. Yes, sir. That's All Coach right. Chad right, McGee of the James Clemens Jets. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk on the Big 1080 and the PAS Plus app. Miss part of this week's Tailgate Talk? Go online to tailgatetalk.net and hear the archives. Call or text us with your comments during the show at 256-812-1848. We'll be back with more Applebee's Tailgate Talk on WKAC. While others have come and gone, the Lion's Den Gym has been roaring as a workout and exercise fixture in Athens, growing from its humble basement beginnings in 1981 to their current 10,000-square-foot location at 212 Commercial Drive in Athens. The Lion's Den offers 24-7 access to their ever-expanding equipment collection that includes treadmills and climbers, elliptical trainers, stationary bikes, loose weights and dumbbells, and over 45 different weight machines. Contact the Lion's Den Gym about a membership today at 256-652-2627. Visit them online at lionsdengym.com or on Facebook, the Lions Den Gym, 256-652-2627. This is First National Bank Student Advisory Board Member Claire Holt from Athens Bible School, and I love First National Bank. They make it easy for me to balance school, work, and my social life. With convenient services like online banking, bill pay, and the mobile app, I can take care of my finances without having to worry. I can check my balance, transfer funds, and I was even able to deposit 
my paycheck from my phone. First National Bank, making communities great. Located at 1880 Highway 72 East and 321 South Jefferson Street in Athens. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. When things go wrong, State Farm is here to help life go right. And Agent Michael Howell is the one who can help get things back on track. See Michael for your auto, home, life, health, property, and business insurance and be ready for those unexpected twists that life throws at you. Ask about banking and annuities, too. Call State Farm Agent Michael Howell at 232-5400. Visit him online at michaelhowell.net or go see him at 903 South Clinton Street in Athens. State Farm Agent Michael Howell, there when things go wrong, here to help life go right. Real estate, real easy. That's the motto at Innovative Realty Solutions, and providing the highest quality real estate services is their mission. With sound real estate advice, the latest information, and a skilled analysis of the real estate market, Innovative Realty Solutions offers a better home buying and selling experience with a fair, ethical, and, yes, innovative process. Innovative Realty Solutions. Visit them on Facebook, online at InnovativeRealtySolutions.com, at 100 North Clinton Street in Athens, or call 230-5950. Innovative Realty Solutions. Real estate, real easy. Want to howl with the havoc this season? Now's your chance from Tailgate Talk and the Huntsville Havoc. Just go to tailgatetalk.net and register your name. Then listen to Applebee's Tailgate Talk this Saturday morning at 10 on WKAC Radio as we announce the winners of Huntsville Havoc tickets. Howl with the havoc this season from the Huntsville Havoc and Applebee's Tailgate Talk. Hi, this is former Auburn safety Rob Tate, and you're listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. This world, you're given a ticket to the freak show. Stop. So you're a control freak? It's just a freak show anyway. And welcome back to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. We're up dancing around here at Applebee's to Freakazoid and freaks come out at night. Join us now on the First National Bank Hotline Making Communities Great is Clay Coleman. What's going on, buddy? Good morning, guys. How are y'all doing? Man, we're doing awesome. Enjoying this pretty weather before it gets cold as hockey weather. I know, right? It's, uh, it's definitely one you want to get out and enjoy, for sure. <laughs> Big win last night. Yeah, it was good. You know, the 5-2 to over Pensacola. I was kind of nervous. Pensacola is a really good hockey team had been playing very well and uh our guys came out and uh kind of put it to them early they were up three to three to one in the first uh, and ended up scoring another goal in each period uh we've got to this year's kind of interesting we have two brothers that play uh on the team there's uh not Doug, handsome Doug yeah no right not the handsome brothers yeah <laughs> Doug, Doug Eldstam and Phil Eldstam and both of them scored a goal last night and then Doug got a uh, hat trick and got an assist so uh they're the brothers are doing very well and our goalie um played phenomenal last night too so uh, definitely and a good start sold out crowd and that goalie's name is things. yeah you know that's the one i've, I've battled with <laughs> um let me see if I, I gotta i gotta pull it up so i can uh can actually uh, say it correctly <laughs> but I've, been, I've been practicing on it to uh, see it's, it's uh, 
Petesian. There you go. That's what it is. Petesian. Yeah, there you go. Petesian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was weird the other night when I did the meet the team party. They they tried to phonetically, you know, everybody in the radio industry will know that's how they'll phonetically spell something out to help you out. Well, they they absolutely butchered it in the phonetical spelling. So I was it was worse. So. I had to just kind of just practice it and write it my own way. <laughs> Hey, another trend last night, man, sold out again. So great, great, you know, atmosphere for the for the team and great for the community to come out, even though it is Friday night football. Yeah, you know, next weekend will be the true test uh, because there is a Saturday night football game and there's just this little small uh, or, or hockey game, but there's a small, I think it's a Alabama LSU game. I don't know if that's a big game or going to be important or not, but uh, – We'll see how the the Saturday night uh, game does versus uh, a big big college football game. And it's Beetlejuice night, too. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe we can just say uh, hockey three times and everybody shows up. That'd be be a good one. And you got Tyler's bobblehead coming out Friday night, so... It's Birmingham. Yeah, and, and yeah, and Friday will be a good. Um, I don't know if it's public knowledge, but I can give a little Hellgate talk exclusive. It's, uh, they will be retiring Tyler's jersey um, on uh, Friday night as well. So last night we got to. They did a little retirement uh, banner for Coach DeTulio, uh that they hung that's now hanging up in the rafters, and then Tyler will have the bobblehead night, and then they will do the same thing to him. So he will be forever into the rafters at uh, the Von Bronson. <laughs> and I like how they got it like what, at, right at center ice now instead of hanging around the sides of the arena. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. You know, I think that the, the main reason for that, it's, it's one of these things, you know, where sometimes things you're forced to do something and you worry about it, but it actually the result turns out better. Um, I think there was a, uh, with more concerts and things coming in the Von Braun Center, especially things where they're doing videotaping yeah. um, of things, they, they have to cover up yeah. all of those banners. They won't, you know, do that. So now it's uh, hanging on a, you know, a truss in the middle of the arena, and I guess they can remove it when they have other events and stuff. So <clears throat> that's cool. And we were thinking they were probably going to do that with Tyler's number because it's it's all rolled up there on the little <laughs> scaffolding, and we yeah. were like, hmm, and it's right there in between yeah. ten and seventeen, I think. There, so. I yeah, I was I was hoping that was I was hoping that was my jersey, but <laughs> I've heard that. Oh, it's coming. I've heard that. I've, well, I've heard that when I when I'm done, that I will actually be the sponsored name on the men's and women's restrooms at the bottom. <laughs> by the, like, let me the, be the free daddy free daddy bathroom. Okay, let me ask you something. I've been meaning to ask you something. The number fifty nine. Where is that something special for you? Well, it's actually kind of funny. Um, so <laughs> when I was working with 95.1, my jersey number was number 95. Uh, when I got let go and was kind of bitter and jaded with yeah. the Rocket, I had that. But the real thing is I'm really just a cheapskate because I had both my boys. I had jerseys made for them, my family, and then I had several jerseys. And it literally was the most cost-effective way for me just to swap the numbers <laughs> without having to, to get new jerseys. So I just took the five and the nine and reversed it. So oh, okay. Okay. There we go. Yeah. 
Yeah, I've been meaning to ask you about that. Um, yeah. I, I it, was, it, was a, it was a low. It was a low point in my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. You didn't need. You didn't need them anyway. Hey, I love the. Oh old, no! Right, absolutely. I love like the old school wolf logo. It looks like the wolf from the Droopy con, uh, yeah. cartoon. <laughs> it does. Yeah, they're almost kind of like the NC State. Uh, yeah. I like back that. Too, kind of similar to that, yeah. That's yeah. uh, a neat one. They, you know, they did the chrome helmets last night, which was, it was unique. Uh, had mixed reviews, I think. Some people were liking them. So I heard some people said they looked like Christmas ornaments. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it was, uh, you're, you're never going to make everybody happy, no. right? So. so I walked in late. Y'all were talking about Tyler's jersey a while ago. Did y'all talk about his bobblehead night coming up? Yeah. Yep, okay. Yeah. That's going to be cool, man. Those will go quick. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, Tyler's a great guy, and I'm excited to see him. And it's one of those ones where, you know, it's my time working with him, um, getting to know even his family who comes down from Boston all the time and, and things like that. So it's really a, a unique um, a unique family that, you know, and he, he's just a great guy. So yeah. good to see him. Um, uh, Clay, how – I mean, I've thought about this before, and I may have asked you, so I apologize if I have, but how – Unusual, or is it maybe it's way more common than I would even think. But for a player to stay with a minor league hockey team for that long and have that much success and and a, basically a career at one at one team at that level, it usually usually it never happens. That's what I figured. Uh, you know, Glenn Glenn talked about that last night with him. Uh, you know, if you really think about it, when he when Glenn became the coach, he was a player and. He had never had any coaching experience. I mean, for Keith to be able to see that Glenn was just a solid guy, that, you know, he had dreams to to be a coach, uh, to be able to do that. And then, you know, he had some bad years. I mean, that one year we only won 11 games. And then we all know this in sports and and things like that. The first thing you want to do with someone that has a bad season is to bury them. You know, we're very quick to – fire them, get rid of them, you know, we don't need that, you know, and so Coach or, or, or Keith stood with Glenn, and I think that's kind of become a havoc culture where, uh, you know, Jesse Kalicki was a um, was a goalie for us, he became the assistant coach, uh, then he ended up going on and becoming a head coach, uh, Stewart was a player, now he's the coach, Tyler was a player, now he's the assistant, so I mean, it's kind of like a a habit culture, but I think it's it's smart on Keith Jeffries' part because you take these guys that were fan favorites or people that continued that culture that you had and then move them in places of leadership, and uh, it makes a whole lot of sense. So, I mean, I give Keith a lot of credit, but you know, you're right, it, it, it is very rare and does not happen uh, really in sports in general. Yeah. People yeah. are... I don't, yeah. even, I don't even buy, I don't even, Yeah, well, I don't even buy, I don't even want to buy, like, jerseys of you know i was a big jersey guy i would always collect you know baseball jerseys or football jerseys and now you need like velcro numbers and patches on the <laughs> no back it's going to change you know they're going to change and not be at that team anymore. yeah yeah uh, glenn had talked had been on the the podcast here a couple of weeks ago and he talked about keith you know and the, the way the fans were you know kind of calling for his head you know early on and keith said well just don't come to the games you know <laughs> there we go <laughs> Yeah, no. There was there was a website. I, I told I told Glenn like you know it's a good thing that, that, that some of the technology that is available now wasn't available back then because I would have absolutely have taken a screenshot. I mean, it was like it almost looked like a satanic website because it had his head and like Jeez. fire and flames and stuff like all, all wow. on it, and you know fire the coach. Oh, it was unreal. And I'm like. Wow. 
You know, it, it's like, okay, yeah, I get it. You know, he's a coach of your team and he's struggling, but he's a dad. You know, they, yeah. <laughs> the kids go to school. He's, you know, some, he's just, somebody's son. He's somebody's dad. He's yeah. somebody's right, brother. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let me, I, I was wondering about this last night. Do, do all the guys, I mean, if they're not injured, does everybody not dress out? Uh, sometimes. Uh, okay. Yeah. okay. Well, sometimes reason. Sometimes if they're if they're injured or just to give room on the bench. Okay, but I'm I'm just I mean I can understand if they're injured, but I mean would there because reason I ask is that last night I went to the concession stand and uh, Mason Palmer and about and and I don't know four or five of the other new guys are walking around there in suits. Uh, I guess on their way to the concession stand, and so uh, they were just kind of standing there. And I said, "Are you guys part of the homecoming court?" Or, or <laughs> what? And they they just laughed. But I got thinking, are they're not all injured? Are they? No, I mean sometimes they have. There's guys that they can do what's called three game uh, tryouts or whatever, uh, and they can choose to kind of have some that are on the on the roster but not necessarily playing hmm. uh, depending on what's uh, what's going on uh, I mean the these guys they, were announced the other night at the at the meet the team party so uh, you know yeah. I thought the I thing. just didn't know yeah, what's nope, going nope. on they were just scratches as they call it uh, yes, correct. Yes, <laughs> right. okay well I mean they only announced one scratch for Pensacola uh, last okay. night so I didn't know what was going on <laughs> yeah and then you can actually call it a healthy scratch oh um to where the chick they can actually take it, but they're not injured, but they're just uh, on the, you know, on the bench or not playing, but they can't. Yeah, they probably the situation where they, based on the salary cap and things like that, they only hold so many. So, yeah, it's, it's an interesting thing. I'm not as, as up to date on a lot of it, but I do know that that is something they can do. Real quick, can the big blue pull it out tonight? You know, I, if I was a betting man, but I'm not. Um, I, this would be a trap game for Tennessee, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, because Kentucky's lost two really hard ones in a row, and it's coming back to Kroger Field. Yeah. I mean, if, if Kentucky has any any uh, ability to play well, tonight would be the night they need to show out for sure. Um, but I don't know. You know, I, I, I've got tickets to go to the Kentucky-Alabama game on the 11th. I, early on, I bought it. Today, this could be my one moment, but I've – you know, I've realized that's not going to be the <laughs> not going to be the case at all. <laughs> oh man! Well, bud, we appreciate you joining us. We'll talk to you next okay. week, yeah. and uh, right. maybe may see you out there Friday night at the game. So uh, sounds good. I appreciate it. All right. You have a good week. We'll right. talk see to you next week. All right, Take care, buddy. That's Clay Coleman of the Huntsville Havoc. And we're going to take a quick break. You listen to Applebee's Tailgate Talk on the Big Ten Eighty and our PAS Plus app. Congratulations to Stacy Roll, Scott Wimmer, Heather Gilliland, Paul Streeter, Heather Porter, and Robert Rigsby. This week's Howl with the Havoc winners. They each pick up tickets to see the Huntsville Havoc in action this season. Go to tailgatetalk.net and enter your name, and you may be our next winner. Tailgate Talk will be right back. 
Ardmore Telephone Company has been operating right here in your community since the 1950s. Over the years, we've brought you advanced communication services such as telephone, high-speed internet, and security systems. And going forward, we'll be right here ready to provide you with innovative services and the high level of customer service you've come to expect. At Ardmore Telephone, our proof is the test of time. Running decades deep, we're Ardmore Telephone, and we are here to stay. For more details, call 1-800-830-9946 or visit ardmore.net. Daily and Sun Car Care is Ardmore's only one-stop auto repair and tire shop. Whether it's major mechanic or brake work or routine maintenance like an oil change or lube job, Daily and Sun Car Care has been satisfying customers all over with their fast and friendly service. They're also your headquarters for quality Cooper tires. Stop by and see Wayne, Nikki, or Dale at 25600 Main Street in Ardmore, Tennessee, or call them at 931-427-4651. They're on Facebook, too. Daily and Sun Car Care, open Monday through Friday, 7.30 till 5, and Saturday, 7.30 till noon. P4 Physical Therapy is a new outpatient provider offering community-based care with a unique partnership model that allows them to consistently deliver world-class outpatient care, emphasizing personalized hands-on treatment. Whether it's orthopedic, physical, geriatric, or manual therapy, sports or neuro rehab, telehealth, or most any type of muscle or joint pain, P4 Physical Therapy promises to treat you with integrity, compassion, faithfulness, and selflessness. Locations in Athens, Huntsville, and Winfield, Alabama, as well as Fayetteville and Knoxville, Tennessee. Look for them on Facebook or online at P4PhysicalTherapy.com. Second 11 from the 31. Two receivers right, three left. Back to throw. He throws across the middle. Touchdown! Join us this football season for Limestone County Football, streamed right to your computer or mobile device on the Play Action Sports app. You can also hear it on your Amazon Echo by saying, Alexa, open Play Action Sports. Listen for the replay of select games Sunday afternoons on WKAC and download each game from the archives anytime you want. Also available on all major podcast platforms and in the podcast section of the play action sports app limestone county football from play action sports hey this is east limestone baseball coach adam brown and you're listening to applebee's tailgate talk and welcome back to applebee's tailgate talk we're live here at the applebee's here in the corner of i-65 and highway 72 Alongside our producer extraordinaire, Tim Lambert, Todd DeBod, Tomlin, Coach Clint Legg, I am Jay Vassar. And joining us now, our special guest on uh, our Yellow Hammer Heartline is none other than Justin Fowler, former Alabama and Tennessee Titans player. Nudie, roll tide. Congr- appreciate you joining us. Roll tide. And I'm happy to do it, boss. How you been doing, my man? I've been doing good, just working and grinding. Helping my wife out right now. She She's a party decorator, so I'm helping her out right now. Oh, <laughs> wide open then. Holiday season. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, it, uh, it keeps you out of trouble, Tay. Oh, yeah. It's, 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 it's got a lot of trouble. <laughs> Jocelyn, uh man, we all love the Crimson Tide here on this set today. I just want to talk a little bit about I listen to all my buddies call me, and they want to gripe and fuss about an inability to run the football. Why can't we run the football? Well, one thing is missing. If we'd put 45 back in there and have a fullback, a dedicated fullback like you were, to lead up in the hole, we could run the football a lot more efficient when you got more extra added blocker in that box, man, that we need at the University of Alabama to make our run game more successful. Oh yeah, you you do need that leading guy. I mean, they got Oaks. I yeah. think they just got to put them put them to use. And, uh, 
I think our offensive line got to get more physical too, man. They they ain't nasty enough. No, you got to eat down right fast on that offensive line. Open up them holes, get the ball out the way. That's right. We big enough to do it. You yeah. big enough to do it, so we just got to put in the working. So I don't do what we got to do on the offensive line. Yeah. You see, you see sometimes a little bit of greatness towards the end of the game. I watched Booker and I watched, you know, the uh, J.C. Latham, the right tackle, kind of sort of getting that, man, kind of sort of. I like seeing dudes block through the whistle, into the whistle, yeah. not to the whistle, but through it. And we're really shoving and shoving. Don't be afraid to shove that dude on the ground going on top of him. That really helps us out. I kind of saw that towards the end. But, man, if we'll continue that, Jocelyn, we'll, we'll, we can be as good as we want to in these last few games, man. Yeah, sir, you got to be like my coach from high school would say. You got to be filthy physical. Yeah. <laughs> I hate to say it like that, but he just no. say pancake him, pancake him, and rub your you your you know what across their face as you're doing it. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you know, Clint brings up a good point about about the fullback position and how you know over the years it's just seemingly gone away. But but for the teams on college, especially college and pro level, when you see a team utilize it. It's successful, so I don't understand why, you know, like, why do you think that the fullback position has just kind of disappeared, for lack of a better word? Like, that, what I think is because, um, you know, you got you got an ace back who's basically play fullback now, and that, that keeps you from having an extra tight end on your team. That extra guy you can line up and he can block and catch the ball. So, but, but, and he's a bigger, most, most of the time he's a bigger, uh, taller guy. In the actual fullback. Hey, Josh, to tell you this too, man. Everybody wants to run it. Everybody, everybody wants to run it. Nobody wants to block. You know, and that's that's a, that's a problem. But you know, man, Josh, when I watch the NFL, one of my favorite players in the NFL is Uschek from the 49ers. He's one of the best 49ers. There, I mean, one of the best fullbacks in the. Well, I think he is the best fullback in the league. But the 49ers are successful, and half that would be because he can block. Yeah. He can catch in the flats, and he can pass pro. Out of all things you need with that fullback, man. Oh yeah, he he's he's a jack of all trades. I mean, he really can do it all. He can actually run the ball too if you give it to him. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's right. He's a he's a hell of a player, man. Like I can't take nothing from that guy. Yeah. But he's I think he's a little bit bigger and taller than I I even was. I think he's what running like six one, six two. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, he got like I said a tight end frame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If 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 people's listening, man, I'm I'm so glad we're talking to you. Not just because we're talking to you, but one of my favorite positions in football has always been the fullback. Because here's the way I feel: I, I when I had it, I wanted to take the best guard I had that could run and move him to fullback and just go, hey, I'm going to put you in number 35. You're going to get to run it once a game, but I want you to knock people's face mask off on them lead blocks. Yes, sir. That's the way you do it. I mean, you know, man, you can't take a tailback that thinks he's pretty and go, man, I don't want you to smush somebody's nose. They're not about that. But I love that position, man. It's a key position that's lost in this soft football we play now. You know, spread it, throw it all around. I want to be able to line up under center and have a dude like we used to have in big number 45 for the Crimson Tide <laughs> and run right at you, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, like I said, man, like you just said, it's a different time and era, man. I, 
I wish I was born back in the seventies and eighties. I'd probably be a rich man right oh, now. Sure. <laughs> yeah, that's when that's, that's when the fullback was king, man. Yes, yeah, you, you would have oh, yeah. been the man for sure. That's right. Oh um, yeah, it would have been golden. <laughs> so, just this is kind of a weird question, but and, and maybe one that doesn't even matter. But so your first touchdown in college versus your first touchdown in the NFL was. Was the feelings of that comparable? Was one better than the other? Is one more special to you than the other? Nah, it was all the same to me because, you know, as a young kid, I've been scoring touchdowns yeah, all well, my life. Yeah, you've been in the end zone a few times by then. That's true. <laughs> oh, yeah, I just I treat them all the same, man. Just score, go, go on to the next play. But the NFL one should have been special. I should have kept that football when I first scored. Oh, <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I end up giving it back. I don't know why. I should have kept that keep that yep. keepsake. Uh, I see. I've, I've seen games this year, matter of fact, where young guys have scored their first NFL touchdown, and they'll get excited and, and either just give it back to the ref or they'll throw it up in the stands. And I'm like, oh man, you're gonna wish you had that ball 20 years from now, Dave. <laughs> what do you say? Cause that's a that's a great memory to have. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, um, talk about what you think about Alabama's season so far leading up to this, what you've, what you've seen, what you'd like to see get better, improve um, on maybe. I think I think we just need to just put an overall game together. I mean, we haven't put a, game, a full game together. Oh, either we're playing good the first half and bad the second half or playing bad the first half and good the second half. Yeah. I just want to see us put it all together, offense, defense, and stuff. I just want to see us just get physical and nasty with people. Like, yeah. over the top, just. Yeah. Like, that's, that's what I'm saying right now. Defense is playing lights out. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I, was, I was telling somebody the other day, like, if we we got in Tennessee, the Tennessee game, we should have been down like 35 and got down on seven or six. Yeah. But it, our defense yeah. got like three, well, I think two or three red zone stops. It made them kick field goals. Yep. So and then stopping on fourth down you know, those two times, that was huge. Exactly. So that's why I was like, defense like it's clicking, but now we got to put it all together. We even had a couple mishaps on punt return and punt. Got guys dropping punts. And like, it, just, it just ain't been clean Alabama football. Yeah. Jocelyn, you know, when you played Alabama, man, there's no way, guys. There's no way in them days Nick Saban takes a cigar from a reporter and goes, I feel what I think I'll chew on in a while. Oh. He's, cha- oh, no, he's changed. He's chilled out, hasn't he? He's mellowed yeah. out, ain't he? Yeah. yeah, what they say, man, they say he didn't got soft up there. That's right. It's some grandkids, man. Oh yeah, that is the they have the grand they said the grandparents fit. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna tell you what it is, man. Jostin's group of dudes were dudes, man. And these guys now oh, yeah. are, are the NIL money, the the softness. I'm telling you, man, and I talk about this a lot, but, man, it's a soft game where you can't knock nobody out coming across the middle, where you can't hit nobody, where you can't go block somebody and try to – you know, the blindside block is something we love doing when I was coaching football. Our kids love to do that, man. It's on you for not paying oh, attention. Yeah. If your head ain't on a swivel, that's your fault. Yeah, man. What are we doing? Oh, Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I was just oh, I, I was just telling us about that about a, about a couple of weeks ago. I Vinny sincere would go and kill a person on punt. Yeah, a punt return. I was like, man, he would lay he would lay it to him like <laughs> it was crazy, man. Like, you can't flag, you can't guys getting up woozy. 
because he didn't hit them so hard. Yeah. So well, and some of the rule I mean, changes maybe kind of affect that fullback position because some of those plays that you could run back in the day for that very reason, like on those kind of blocks that Clint's talking about, you know, it's going oh, yeah. to be a flag. It's not legal to do them anymore, which it should be. But, yeah. um, you know, maybe maybe that's why you see some of that. Just like I can't stand and I, I get the I get the safety of the game and you know, nobody wants to see anybody get hurt and have concussions. But some of these targeting rules are pathetic. I mean, oh yeah, when, I agree with you. You know, when the running back, when the runner, so you're the defender and you've already committed. You're coming in for the tackle. Then the running back ducks his head, and you're the one that gets the penalty. I mean, yeah. it's, in, it's in, just insane. It's insane. Yeah, it's gonna it, cost it, somebody a big game if it already had. They're gonna have to find. They're gonna have to find a way to, to clean that up, man. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of hard, man, because everybody, most people play football, leave with their head. They, it's not intentional. No. It's just something that people do to yeah. protect themselves. It's, it's a natural protection motion. That's all it is. I mean, it's human nature. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. You're right about that. Yep. Hey, man, I just, you know, being local here, we all love the Titans. We love Derek. But what what's going on up there? You know, they're talking about trading Derek yeah. from up there. And it's – I hate to see what they're going through, but, you know, he, he, he may need to go to another team to win a championship, you know. I don't know what's going on up there. Um Derek, I haven't talked to him in a minute, um, so I really don't know what's going on up there uh, in that year. Yeah. Rumors are he's on the trading block. I guess they're trying I to. I said Baltimore's. Oh yeah, might be the top yeah, target. Yeah, I seen that this morning because I had uh, uh, I haven't like I said I haven't talked with him. I mean, I just see things popping up on the internet just like you guys, right, yeah. like Facebook, Facebook, uh, ESPN. So I don't know what the problem is. I don't know what's going on with Derek, but I, I know they'll get it figured out because it's a business and they trying to do what's best for them and Derek. Yeah. Well, what you got going on next week? Yeah. Oh man, I'm, I got a I got an autograph signing in Huntsville, and I also got a uh, I'm going down to the Bama game, man. I, I got to make it to one. This the one that I I really want to see. So what's your where are you going to be in Huntsville? Uh, uh, I forgot the name of the place, but I have the address. But I just right now I can't think of the name right off the top, right off the bat. We're looking it up right now. <laughs> Jawson, tell me this, man. Who did you love playing, man, Alabama? Who was you? I mean, it's easy to say, is it Alabama-Auburn? Who did, who did you love going and beating, man? Man, um, I, I used to like playing against Florida, man. Uh, yeah. I don't know. They, they, they just used to have physical linebackers. Like, right. those guys were physical. And I knew I, I, I going into the game, going in the first play, I'm like, and I go running to run the line, I'm like, oh, man, I got to bring my, my, my stuff today, man. If I don't bring my stuff, it's going to be a long <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, you're going to have to you're gonna have to tell your agent <laughs> <laughs> to give us more information. He said the same thing. He said, uh, Justin Fowler, me, will be in Huntsville November 8th. <laughs> that's all he told Yeah, we'll be, we'll, be, we'll be at Poor House. The Poor House. The poor, okay. Yeah, the Porterhouse. That's right. Yeah. Porterhouse. I don't know. I, awesome. Okay. Awesome. From one from one to three, we'll be at Porterhouse. One to three. Uh, my, 
Yeah, I have my I have my jerseys. I have Marines. Everybody can come out, put them on. Uh, you can wear the jerseys. Uh, get a free autograph. Take pictures. It's just gonna have a good time, man. That's great, man. Awesome. Well, buddy, we appreciate you joining us. Uh, uh, well, good luck with the autograph signing, and we'll be down there for the LSU game, man, with Coach Leg. So maybe we'll run into you down there, and uh, you have a great rest of your day, and we'll talk to you soon. You too, Bob. Roll Tide, Roll dude. Tide, Tide brother. Roll, roll Tide. <laughs> it is Justin Fowler joining us there on the Yellowhammer Roofing Hotline, special guest. And we're going to take a quick break. You listen to Applebee's Tailgate Talk on the Big 1080, WKAC, and the PAS Plus App Chop. Your roof is the first line of defense for your home. Do you have water stains on your ceiling? Paint peeling off your walls? Shingles missing? It's probably time for you to get your free roof inspection. Locally owned and operated, licensed and insured. Yellowhammer Roofing is the Yellowhammer State Hometown Team. Yellowhammer Roofing. Let our family protect what's most important to you, your family. 256-232-1933 or online at yellowhammerroofing.com. Davis and Cole LLP in Athens has served the area assisting individuals and businesses with bookkeeping, tax preparation and filing and routine accounting. Davis and Cole LLP, located at 105 South Marion Street, open weekdays 9 to 5. Call 256-232-9994. Davis and Cole LLP. Limestone Drug, located on the square in downtown Athens, is your local health park pharmacy. As your local health park pharmacy, Limestone Drug is locally owned and has a personal commitment to the community. Limestone Drug honors prescription drug plans, including Medicare. They accept flex spending cards and fill prescriptions in minutes, not hours. Limestone Drug knows there's nothing more important than your family's well-being. So shop Limestone Drug at 200 West Market Street in Athens, your local health park pharmacy. Limestone Drug, caring for you and about you. When you're looking for something special for your next event, why not bring in the most amazingly fine flavored shaved ice this side of the islands, Kona Ice of Decatur in Athens. Whether it's a school or major sporting event, a picnic, or a festival, Kona Ice brings the fun and laughter from their steel drum music to their signature flavor wave where guests can flavor their own shaved ice. No event is too big or too small. Kona Ice makes fundraising easy too. Call Kona Ice today and tell them what you have in mind. 256-566-5298 or look for them on your favorite social media platform. Kona Ice of Decatur in Athens. 256-566-5298 Tune in every Tuesday through Thursday this football season for the WKAC Coaches Shows. Join us as we get the scoop from Ardmore, Athens, Clements, East Limestone, Elkmont, James Clements, Tanner, and West Limestone. The WKAC Coaches Shows on 1080 WKAC. Hi, this is Scott Hunter, former Alabama Crimson Tide and NFL quarterback, and you're listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. And welcome back to Applebee's Tailgate Talk, and joining us now on the First National Bank Hotline, making communities great, is the head coach of the Athens Golden Eagles, Coach Cody Gross. Coach, congratulations on a tough, hard-fought win last night, right there at the end. Congratulations, my man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Really, really proud of our guys and proud for them. It was, uh, it was a heck of a game. It don't get no better in 29-28, does it? <laughs> Nailed by when you're 29. <laughs> so, when you're 29, it's great. Um, <laughs> what, um, 
you know, what went into the process, the thought process, and the quick pro- thought process of you going, we're going for it? Or is it something that y'all already discussed during the year? Hey, if we're ever in this situation, you know, we're going to go for two and, and go for the win. Or, I mean, what, what came down to, to you making that decision, Coach? Well, we really hadn't talked about it a whole lot, but, um, you know, we work obviously our two point plays every week. And the one we went with is the, our old tried and true, the first one we ever put in every year. I've been running that for 20 years. <laughs> and, um, you know, we work it all the time. So it was just a deal of uh, kind of think we had them, uh, to use a John Madden term, I think they were a little discombobulated there at the end. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, we took it 80 yards and. 36 seconds and um, kind of had them reeling a little bit and um, lined up kicked the extra point and said, nah, I mean, let's, let's go for it. If we, and we liked our call, you know, if we didn't like the call, then obviously we wouldn't have, uh, wouldn't have done it. And, you know, just kind of put the ball in, in Brogan's hands and, and had Caden Dumas on a little rub route and uh, Caden Dumas is a winner. And uh, so it was Brogan and, uh, you know, just, put the guys in, in a position where they can go make a play and let them let them go do it i was on my way home last night and they told me coach <laughs> coach gross went for it and attended the game and won the game i said hey man that's a he's made that he's made his mind up on that a long time ago and i bet you knowing how good you do that on offense i said he's got about two or three ripped two-point plays that's a no-brainer or you don't do it and man, yeah, that, that's right. coach, that's a huge to me, man. That's momentum going into next week Thank against you. that uh, team from over there south of Florence that you're fixing to play. <laughs> right. And uh, yeah. man, yeah, coach, that's awesome. I, I was, I wanted, to, I wanted to send that out to you that I sent you this morning last night. And I went, no, nah, he's having too much fun. Now, they're probably <laughs> lapping the square right now in the bus. Yeah, I, I said, I man, mean, that's awesome. Probably, probably about three thirty. It yeah. was. Uh, oh, you to go to sleep after that one. Not but. sure. Yeah. We, uh, but no, it was, um, you know, I, I got to say, Coach Creasy, Coach Creasy helped me last night. You know, of course, he's on our staff. And late in the game, uh, we tied the thing up at 21 with just a couple minutes left. And the thought was, then I thought about going for two and said, no, nah, we won't do it. And uh, they go down and score. And they get the ball down on the two. They get a first and goal on the two with under a minute left. And, um, I call timeout to leave us with one. Coach Creasy comes over to me and says, uh, and I knew what he was going to say. He said, what, do you think about let, what do you think about letting them score? And I was like, that's all we can do. we got to let them score. And that's, uh, that's the hardest call. Wow. Because yeah. they've got a great kicker. Yeah. They got the ball, they've got the ball on the one because the first goal or two, we stopped him on the one. And, um, you know, you're looking at 40 seconds left. And all they're going to do, if they you say we do stop them there, on third down they're going to move the ball to the middle of the field, take a yeah. timeout, and kick it at the point. Yeah. And we don't we don't have a chance. So you know it's one of those things. You know it doesn't work. You you look like a fool. And if it does work, you you know hey hey great call. But you know it was just kind of I, I, I really I, it sound it may sound stupid, but. I believe in our offense and, and in a minute man situation, we work out every Wednesday mm-hmm. and rarely do I give our guys more than 45 seconds and I never give them a timeout. Right. And wow. uh, yesterday we had 36 seconds, had to go 80 yards and we didn't use a timeout. Man, and uh, crazy. On, on the fourth, on the last play, we, we, uh, 
had the ball in the 20. And uh, basically, again, you, you, players make plays. And um, you always go back to, I, I remember Coach Saban telling the story about when he was a high school quarterback and came on the sideline and game winner was coming up, game, you know, last play of the game. And the coach said, what do you think? And he's like, well, I think. I mean, you're the coach. You know, and he, he said, well, you got to all state this or that. What, what do you want to do? And he said, go to him. He said, when you get in a cruise situation, don't think of plays, think of players. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and we went to John McIntyre. And John McIntyre had an unbelievable night. Um, they were playing a lot of two-man uh, at the end of the first half, they played two man. Late in the game, they were playing two man. And when you're playing two man, they got to cover the back. And they got a linebacker matched up on the back. And John McIntyre is a Division One football player. Somebody's missing the boat on him. Yep. And uh, got him matched up on the linebacker and got him vertical in the passing game out of the backfield. And, and it was uh, it was too much for him to handle. And um, you know, it was just uh, <laughs> again unbelievable night. And you know, coming out on the on the good end of that's awesome. You know, we went up there two years ago and beat them forty-one to forty. We were down forty to twenty halfway through the third. Wow. And uh, you know, so we beat them by one two times over there, and both of them were miraculous finishes. So, oh, and next time y'all head back that, over that way, they're gonna be and, looking for y'all and hard. That, <laughs> and that kicker that missed that field goal for them was now at Auburn. So, yeah, yeah, yeah he missed a fifty, like a fifty-seven yarder that would have been good from sixty-five, yeah. and he barely missed it. So, it, yeah, it just, uh, and I thought, man. It's been a long, good gum trip back to Fort Payne last night. Hey, hey, Coach Gross, isn't it amazing how Coach Creasy's got a lot better making them decisions that you're the one that's going to be responsible? <laughs> like, oh, man. Well, that's what he, you know, and, you know, he, he came to me, too, after we called timeout, after we, we scored to, you know, make it a one-point game. And, uh, Call timeout, and, and, and he's like, oh, "Well, before I call timeout, he's like, you, you gonna go for two, you know?" So, but it, it's good. It, it, it really is good to have him there, you know, because he he's been there. Yeah. And uh, I thanked him after the game. I said, "Man, I appreciate you. You you, uh, you helped me out tonight." And he goes, "That's easy to make suggestions." <laughs> yeah, no and, and that's true. Yeah, that's, that's, and that's what happens. Assistants make suggestions. Head coaches make decisions. And, um. But, hey, but you um, got to have help from everybody. Coach, coach it was asked, and I'll, I'll let these guys have it. They ask here on the set, since Coach them's in the playoffs, you think they'll rest some maybe? I said, are you kidding me? It's freaking <laughs> Russellville. <laughs> Athens, There's your answer Everybody right there. in Athens hates Russellville, so yeah, no, absolutely not. Uh, yeah, no, it's, it's Russellville, and it's uh, – it's a game where they're going to turn that scoreboard on. So we ain't we resting. We ain't resting. That's exactly right. I'm, I'm a different sorry. Color. Somebody with a different name on the jersey is coming to Athens next That's week. Right. So we're going, we're going to play. That's right. So just for us fans, I know you don't like to look ahead. Who Who is round one in the playoffs? We're heading to Oxford. Oxford. So, yeah, no rest for the weary. No. They're, uh, no. You know, they're going to be sitting at um, – I guess most likely eight and two, uh, with a loss to Clay Chalkville and a and a one point loss to uh, the Hartsville. Hartsville, yeah, they can't put Hartsville. Oh, yeah, two really Hartsville. good teams there. Yeah, yeah, and they're, they're super talented. You know, I've not I've not studied them. I saw them on film against Hartsville, but I was looking at Hartsville. Yeah. But I can tell you, the players Oxford has stand out to you. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't study in their scheme or anything like that, but. Uh, 
that there were some dudes that were jumping off the film. Coach, so, I mean, the positive, though, is you said that Russell will beat them. I mean, excuse me, Hartz will beat them by one, or they beat Hartz right. by one. Yeah, that Coach, will be someone. From all I've heard, man, you did the same. The referees just—I uh, shouldn't have said that. <laughs> the referees just well, didn't let you do it at Hartsville, man. That's what well, I mean. It, you got to say that. I said it, so no, we played. That's what I hear. We played really, really well there, and, and uh, really had a chance, and and then we're not given a chance. So I'll I just say you. that. <laughs> but, that's uh, what I'm saying, right, right there. Uh, uh, and that's all it is with a chance. I mean, there's no guarantee anything would happen. But right. um, but no, we we played well there. Um, you know, we, we we still hadn't played our best game. I mean, last night, I'll just tell you, I mean, we, we played eight games before last night, and we had one turnover in eight games. I mean, I've never been around a team that takes wow. the ball better than this one. And we turned over three times in the first half last night. Wow. Oh, wow. Wow. So, Maybe you got out of your system. Is, yeah, well, I hope so. I do too. The defense bailed us out, held them twice, held them to field goals. Yeah. And, uh, you know, right before the half, we're going to go in. You know, it looks like it's going to be a 6 nothing game. Maybe we can get it back, but then they hit a deep ball. We busted the coverage. They hit a deep ball and went up 13 nothing. And then, thankfully, they went two-man again. And uh, we got McIntyre vertical out of the backfield, and, and he scored before the half to make it 13-7. But, um, you know, we were not – you know, it was not typical of us last night. We did some out of character things, but the thing is, we overcame it. Yeah. And um, you know, we're in a two hours away from the house. You know, Fort Payne's playing the rear ends off. Super well coached, Coach Elmore. You know, it's from Elmore's so the grandson, uh, Chris Elmore. The class act does a great job. Uh, we're we're in a tough situation, face a lot of adversity, and we just pulled together and. And uh, found a way to get it done. But the other thing I say, you know, I was talking about the Elmores, uh, talking about classy people. Jerry Elmore comes in after the game. Um, Chris's dad, Furman's son, and comes in, finds me in our locker room after the game to congratulate me. That's awesome. And just, uh, just super, super good people. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Coach, we appreciate you joining us. Good luck this week against Russell. I know you'll have them ready, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Yeah. All right, thank you, guys. Rooting for you. That's uh, Coach Cody Cody Gross of the Athens High School Golden Eagles, and we're going to take a quick break. You listen to Applebee's Tailgate Talk on the Big Ten AEW. Real estate, real easy. That's the motto at Innovative Realty Solutions, and providing the highest quality real estate services is their mission. With sound real estate advice, the latest information, and a skilled analysis of the real estate market, Innovative Realty Solutions offers a better home buying and selling experience with a fair, ethical, and, yes, innovative process. Innovative Realty Solutions. Visit them on Facebook, online at InnovativeRealtySolutions.com, at 100 North Clinton Street in Athens, or call 230 Innovative Realty Solutions. Real estate, real easy. From day one, First National Bank has been built on a strong foundation of community first. First to lend a helping hand. First to help with community events and fundraisers. First to support local students, athletic programs, and civic organizations. First to support events like United Way, Relay for Life, and many more charitable events. And most importantly, working for our great community. Without you, there'd be no First National Bank. Making communities great together. That's what we strive for. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Daily and Son Car Care is Ardmore's only 
one-stop auto repair and tire shop. Whether it's major mechanic or brake work or routine maintenance like an oil change or lube job, Daly & Son Car Care has been satisfying customers all over with their fast and friendly service. They're also your headquarters for quality Cooper tires. Stop by and see Wayne, Nikki, or Dale at 25600 Main Street in Ardmore, Tennessee, or call them at 931-427-4651. They're on Facebook, too. Daily and Sun Car Care, open Monday through Friday, 7.30 till 5, and Saturday, 7.30 till noon. PASnetwork.net. It's now your gateway to the Play Action Sports Network. Whether it's Play Action Sports coverage of school, youth, and amateur sports from Athens and Limestone County, or Calhoun Basketball, James Clement Sports, and Applebee's Tailgate Talk via PAS Plus. PASnetwork.net. Follow the links to download apps to hear live streams and podcasts, enable Alexa skills, or listen live on your computer. Covering Athens and Limestone County area sports, PASnetwork.net. Hi, this is Athens Girls basketball coach, Capri Tucker, and you are listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. And welcome back to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. Uh, joining us now on the First National Bank Hotline, making communi- communities great, is the head coach of the West Limestone Wildcats, Coach Shelby Davis. Coach, tough one last night, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a lot of uh, lot of emotions last night. You know, senior night being the last game. and It's always tough when you know the end is it, when it's coming. So, yeah. Uh, you know, just uh, just a tough night emotionally for for our seniors and and coaches. Yeah, I always hate to see it for the seniors, especially um, going out like that. Um, obviously, um, scores end up twenty five seven. So, what what did Rogers do defensively that, that kept y'all out of the end zone? Board. Nothing. 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 Just we y'all. turned it over. Uh, we turned it over six times. Oh, uh, you know, we will do it. Uh, yeah. Oh, we had over 300 yards of offense and, you know, pretty much did what we wanted to. We just wow. – uh, three interceptions, a fumble, and then turned it over on downs twice. We just stopped ourselves. And, uh, you know, it's hard to win football games that way. And, you know, all season our, our uh, turnover ratio has been really good, uh, as good as it's been several years. You know, I think we were like plus 13 uh, going, going into – uh, last night's game just, uh, you know, unfortunately we turned it over a lot. You know, a lot of people don't know this, but Rodgers has a, a four-star uh, wide receiver who's, who's really, really good. And you know, I thought we had a really great defensive uh, scheme to, to take him out and make them do something that – something else that, uh, you know, that – that they weren't uh, wanting to do. And, man, he didn't even score. I think he had three touchdowns last week against Desher. And our defense did a great job of, of executing the game plan. We we had set out to, you know, stop him and shut him down. We just, you know, it's just hard when you play that many snaps, you turn it over. And, uh, you know, it was just unfortunate night as far as, you know, those those turnovers go. But, you know, that, that's – that's a Rogers team that should have beat Desert last week. So, you know, yeah. I know everybody's disappointed. You know, we didn't make the playoffs in another five and five season, but you know, that's man, that's what you get in our region. It's tough. Co- Coach Davis, man, here's what people that, that just listen to the radio and don't understand. I would say West and Clements, and that's because I know 
and you do too. What are, what are you know? They don't understand how tough your region is with the dudes in your region. And then we, you know, same way with us, man. We, you know, Lauderdale County had a great team this year, and University of Mars Hills always going to be pretty good. And in fact, you know, that's one of their strays. I guess he decommitted from uh, and went to Rogers, you know. But he's a great player. They don't understand how tough it is. And like you just just commented, you're not going to beat anybody in your region turning the ball over that many times. No, you know it's 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 tough. Uh, you know it's it's part of it. Uh, you know they, there's good players in every region. I mean every team in our region. I, everybody's got you know some dudes, and so it makes it tough each week. But uh, I was real proud of our guys. They played hard and they left it all on the field. And our coaches. You know they've they've done a fantastic job all season. You know, I, I, and I remind them, look, you're you're in a profession where you get criticized more than you get thanked and appreciated. So, yeah, uh, there's not very many people out there willing to do that anymore. But our guys, they do a great job. You know, we don't we don't half butt it. We, you know, we we give it everything we got each week, and we expect the same out of our kids. And uh, you know, this senior class uh, is. To the a second class uh, in a row that gets to you know graduate without a losing season uh, all four years in high school and you know that's not even something I can say I did and so you know I think that's special I think you know next year if we if we can find a way to to, to not have a losing season it'll be, it'll it'll be the new school record you know six years in a row uh, so I think that's special you know they get to be a part of. Uh, you know, they're four years. You know, they're ten and two in the county. So I think you know they can take a lot of pride in that, and just uh, you know, they got a lot to be proud of. I know, I know, five and five don't sound too good, but they 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 sure do have a lot to be proud of. You know, Coach Tube, man, here's, here's what else. You guys, as well as Clements, loses two dudes, man, that's been the dudes, in, in my opinion, in the county for the last two or three years at least. You know, you're losing Easton, who's, in my opinion, one of the best running backs that's been over there ever. And, uh, and, and you lose dudes like that, you know, somebody's got to step up and want to be that guy. And, us as well as y'all we're looking for that dude man but my, what a great career Easton's had over there for you and you know and, and, and Landon as well as the lineman he's one of the best around I think and trying to replace those guys man we, we got we're in the same you know kind of sort of in the same boat losing some key dudes man oh yeah you know we've got some some seniors that are pretty good players and you know we won't try to necessarily replace them we'll just try to you know, find the find the next best guy and, and, and try to do what they're capable of doing. I think, you know, we have a, a really good young guy that you know really well, uh, and, and Travis McCluskey and we're we're excited about him and his future and Coach don't say uh, that. You know, <laughs> Coach don't say that, man. <laughs> we're 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 you know, we're excited. We got some young guys that, that that, that got a lot of playing time this year. Our JV went five and three. Our middle school went four and four. So, yeah. you know, all three programs had, you know, didn't have a losing season. And, uh, you know, this year we've had to put more. I think we ended up playing six six freshmen and sophomores. Uh, you know, Easton, as a sophomore, he was the only one that played. Uh, you know, so we've had to put more young guys on the field this year than we ever and we have since you know I first got here six years ago, but uh, but we're excited about those young guys. You know we'll go to work Monday and 
try to get get prepared and, and ready for next week. You know, something I told our guys is, and it's it, it, there's not very many people out there left that are young young boys that are willing to commit year round to to a ten game season. Uh, you know, there's a reason you don't play thirty football games uh, like you do in basketball and baseball because your body just can't take that kind of beating. But yeah. uh, you know, it, it takes a special commitment, and that's what you know, kind of what we talked about after the. Half the game with our underclassmen as our seniors were, you know, doing their thing outside. And, you know, it just takes a special commitment. And uh, uh, and that's to the things that, that you need to do to get ready to, to prepare yourself for those team games. And it takes, a, you know, a special bond within the team to, you know, hold each other accountable and push one another and, and compete with one another. So, you know, hopefully our young guys, will, you know, Show up Monday, ready to go, and, and we'll get to work for, for next year. Absolutely, man. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, Coach, we appreciate you joining us, man. Uh, uh, we, uh, you know, you had a great year, and 500 year, and great. And congratulations to your senior class. And but we'll we'll, uh, we'll talk to you soon, and you have a great rest of your day. Appreciate it, guys. Y'all too. Take right. care, Coach. That's Coach, <clears throat> Coach Shelby Davis of the West Limestone Wildcats. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Applebee Tailgate Talk on the Big 1080, WKC, and our PAS Plus app. Davis & Cole LLP in Athens has served the area assisting individuals and businesses with bookkeeping, tax preparation and filing, and routine accounting. Davis & Cole LLP, located at 105 South Marion Street. Open weekdays 9 to 5. Call 256-232-9994. Davis & Cole LLP. Ardmore Telephone Company has been operating right here in your community since the 1950s. Over the years, we've brought you advanced communication services such as telephone, high-speed internet, and security systems and going forward we'll be right here ready to provide you with innovative services and the high level of customer service you've come to expect at ardmore telephone our proof is the test of time running decades deep we're ardmore telephone and we are here to stay for more details call 1-800-830-9946 or visit ardmore.net when things go wrong state farm is here to help life go right and agent michael howell is the one who can help get things back on track see michael for your auto home life health property and business insurance and be ready for those unexpected twists that life throws at you. Ask about banking and annuities too. Call State Farm Agent Michael Howell at 232-5400. Visit him online at michaelhowell.net or go see him at 903 South Clinton Street in Athens. State Farm Agent Michael Howell. There when things go wrong, here to help life go right. While others have come and gone, the Lion's Den Gym has been roaring as a workout and exercise fixture in Athens. Growing from its humble basement beginnings in 1981 to their current 10,000 square foot location at 212 Commercial Drive in Athens. The Lion's Den offers 24-7 access to their ever-expanding equipment collection that includes treadmills and climbers, elliptical trainers, stationary bikes, loose weights and dumbbells, and over 45 different weight machines. Contact the Lion's Den GM about a membership today at 256-652-2627. Visit them online at lionsdengym.com or on Facebook. The Lion's Den GM, 256-652-2627. Keep up with local school, travel, youth, and amateur sports throughout the week with the Play Action Sports Update. Listen weekday mornings at 7.30 and weekday afternoons at 1.30 and 3.30 as we bring you the latest scores, news, and announcements from Limestone County and surrounding communities. That's the Play Action Sports Update three times.
times a day, Monday through Friday, on 1080 WKAC. Hi, this is former Major League catcher Ed Hearn, and you're listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. And welcome back to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. We're live here at Applebee's here at the corner of 72 and I-65. Alongside producer extraordinaire Tim Lambert, Todd Dubai, Tomlin, Coach Clint Legg, I am Jay Vassar. And joining us now on the First National Bank Hotline, making communities great, is the head coach of the Tanner Rattlers, Coach Oscar Bonds. Coach, how are you this morning? Doing pretty good. How about yourself? Man, we're doing pretty good. Uh, t- a tough one last night, but, you know, you you, you accomplished you, you, your goal for the year, winning the region and just and getting ready for the playoffs. So that, that that's something positive going, And right going there. undefeated. And going undefeated in the region, too. So that's awesome, dude. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, huge win. Uh, another week, uh, wrap it up. and did what we, spoke, what we set out to do. Yeah, obviously uh, Boonesville, Mississippi, good program in itself. I think they're right about eight and two or something like that, or maybe eight and two coming in last night's game. I don't know, but um, obviously they're got a talented team. Um, what happened? Uh, you know, what, what were they doing last night that were giving y'all so much fits? Uh, yeah, Boonville, they finished eight and two. I think they're ranked number six in three A. Uh, you know, they came in. They had about sixty-five players. Uh, wow. Which is good numbers, and and they have players. <laughs> um, they, to me, they won the trenches, and that's very rare that um, we don't win the trenches. But they run the trenches, and uh, you, you can't beat anybody if you turn the ball over seven times. So, oh, wow! Yeah. Wow! Yeah. Well, we so we got inside the red zone. Yeah, he done it six, <laughs> so seven. Wow. Yeah, 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 six or seven turnovers, man. We got inside the red zone. Uh, maybe four times and didn't score. You know, maybe had a fumble, an interception, stuff like that. So, you ain't going to beat teams like that. And we didn't tackle very well. That's the first time I can say all season we didn't tackle. Uh, they had a good running back. The running back's probably about six feet, about 220. Uh, he ran hard downhill. We hit him, but he bounced off a drag of guy, too. He, he's pretty special. And their quarterback, he's got offers from Troy and oh, Austin wow. P. He's about 6'3", about 180. He can sling it. So they had a good offense. Uh, well, you know, Sam, we just didn't help ourselves with the uh, turnovers. I give them all the credit. They forced a lot of them. But, uh, you know, they won the game. Yeah. But you know what, though, Coach? It's not just a Tanner thing. It's a any school thing. You play folks from way off, and they don't know, and they don't know what they're going to do. They don't know none of the dudes that play. They've never heard mm-hmm. of them. You, sometimes you get mm-hmm. an effort. It's not what you really want, a lack of lack. And I say my dad used to call it lackadaisical effort by you. Cause mm-hmm. you try, I mean, I'm not trying to make no excuses, but, you, you know, you've had a – you have and you still are having a great year. I mean, man, here's what here's what I don't want to lose. I don't want to go keep going back. But, Coach, it's unheard of for y'all to be getting beat as bad as you did at Lexington and come back out and score 90 points yeah. in the second half. That's unheard of, Coach Bond. That, you know, yeah. I, we've been over there at Tanner a bunch of times when I coached at Tanner, and we never – we would score 90 and end up winning 14 to nothing. <laughs> That's amazing, man. Coach, what, by the way, not to put words in, but what's next? Who, who do you all have next? Uh, we will have them – or we got a bye next week. We've, I, I set the schedule up where we have a bye to get some guys here. We had a uh, starting linebacker kind of went down in that game – 
I guess that's the only thing about the end of the season. You know, you don't lose nobody going to the playoffs, but uh, he should be fine by playoffs time. So we get a bye, and then we uh, play Lamar County. Lamar County, okay. I'd, I had read somewhere where it was Pisgah, and so I didn't know. Um, and I don't know. No, uh, Pisgah, that would be, uh, I think we would cross with them second round, but I really don't look that far ahead. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That's just what I'd seen. On, I don't even know where I'd seen it at. So, which so is you a probably good thing. saw it on Max Preps because I think they uh, posted <laughs> the game in. Yeah. yeah, they get kind of eager. Yeah, they? <laughs> they try to beat out the competition. Coach, what about Lamar County? What do you know about them? Uh, we played them two years ago in the first round. Actually, uh, they was they was about the same age as we were. We was kind of young. They was young. They, the coach's son is a quarterback, so he's going to be very smart with the ball. Uh, they're going to try to run the ball. they got a running back, I think. He's maybe second or third and 2A in rushing. So we gotta we got to stop the running back, and we got to um – you know, get pressure on the quarterback and on offense. We gotta, we gotta be able to. We we can't have seven turnovers. No, can't beat anybody with turnovers. No. And we gotta finish in the red zone. So that's some things we'll work on. Uh, you know, special teams. We gotta clean up some things. Special teams. A lot of people don't take special teams this serious, but uh, they hit us with a pooch peak and they recover. Well, how they start off their scoring last week was. I mean, yesterday is they ran their kick return back to about the 20, and then they scored. And then they kicked the ball off, a pop-up, and we dropped it, and they recovered it, and then they went and scored. So we was in the hole right off the rip. Uh, so, you know, we got to clean up some things on special teams. Yeah, yeah special teams are very important. I don't care what anybody says. You, there's been a lot of ball games won, won and lost on special teams. So. Oh, yeah. Now, did, oh, you yeah. Say the game, did you say they're coming over here, or do you have to go over there? Oh, they come to us. We host. We host. Undefeated. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we host. But I will say this. Uh, Playing Boonville was really great to me. I always say it's always a lesson learned from each game. Like I told those kids, that's probably one of the best teams they'll see. That team was really solid from top to bottom. That D-line is probably one of the best D-lines I saw. Really the best D-line I saw all season. So... I told him that's a, you know it take a lot from that game because we still move the ball on them consistently. So yeah, you you told me going into this game that uh, they had gotten in touch with you what last year about playing them last yeah, year. Yeah, they was looking for a game. I guess nobody wanted to play them. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> so, he had been looking for a game. I kind of knew something. You know, when they always calling you looking for a game. Yeah. You know, people probably got a little something down there. You know. So, <laughs> but yeah. you know, I wasn't gonna you know back away from the challenge. It was it, it was good for the uh, for our kids and, and, and it, it humbles it humbles some kids that you know they get to seeing. Hey, we here. We there. You know, a couple of them kind of had a big head, you know. So <laughs> and knocked that peg down a couple notches, didn't? <laughs> yeah, man, get a little motivation and go try to reel off five and see can we do this thing? Heck yeah, yeah. I mean, but Coach Bonds, ain't no raggedy teams calling y'all to play. You know, they're gonna be good. They wouldn't be calling Tanner. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When I first got to Tanner, now, I had, I had. When I first got to Tanner, I had a hundred calls. Uh, everybody was trying to schedule us. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we looked down and it was like, yeah, then and then oh, we filled up, coach. You know how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> and now, yeah, now y'all can't find Yeah, games. so I had to go play a 6 <laughs> school. Everybody asked me why I played May Jemison. I was like, nobody will play us. Yeah. That was like smaller. So I was like, all right, May Jemison, like, we'll play you. Yeah. That's crazy, man. Because <laughs> y'all ain't scared. 
Vegas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I rather, like I told, I think I told y'all before. I rather play uh, a team that's good than just go out there and play somebody yeah. that you could beat up on. I don't think it really helps you. No, you because no. you, you, you. I mean, pads you wins, but what they do by you know yeah, come playoff times, you ain't prepared. Yeah, you know, very much correct. You ain't getting anywhere you want to be, man. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't do too well on the West Coast. As a coach, I'll <laughs> oh, put playing all the weekend. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> so, so oh, we got some time. I tell you what, and I tell you, I, t- I said we would we would skip a senior. Let's see if we can get one since we got some time here at the end for all a senior right. spotlight. Yeah, let's do Oliver. Oliver plays soccer. He's on that. He was on the state championship team. Really good. Really, really good player, man. He uh, keeps the ball for us. Uh, he was injured. He had pulled his hip flexure uh, at Lexington. Mm-hmm. So we had to go for two. But uh, he's getting back healthy, and we should have him full goal. And that kind of hurt us, too, uh, having a guy that can kick off deep. Yeah. Uh, so he, he should be at about 100% come in two weeks. So he gets to heal up, and maybe he'll be a weapon for us in this playoffs because he keeps pretty good on the field goals and all that good stuff. Oliver, right. what's his last name? Uh, Gonzalez. Gonzalez, okay. And you know what? I, that you talking about him being on the soccer team. I do remember one other guy that we haven't done yet, and that's Christian Cruz. Yeah, yeah. See, we can, we can uh, spotlight him, too. Christian Cruz, he's actually um, in the band as well. So yeah. <laughs> he'll come down from – he goes to the band and plays at halftime. So, you know. It's great to have him do it all. You know, he's he's a great kid, man. Very smart, very book smart. Uh, Got like some Christian Renaissance man, right, Coach? (laughs) Oh yeah, Renaissance. (laughs) Yeah, remember, man. You tell you you tell old Parker. I said, uh, uh, go Virginia Tech. I will. I will. Yeah. I will. And, and, and tell him I'm gonna take about three of his players. You know, he's always talking about somebody's transferring over there to him. Yeah. I gotta give him a hard time. That's my buddy. I will. I will. And tell him to stop lifting weights all the time. Too old. That's right. That's right. I'll just mess with you, man. Hey, coach. But, uh, but next week, I guess you just a few days of getting better. And I know, man. I like this week off because, man, anybody that says you're gonna work all week on just getting you you're gonna work a lot on you know you can't win the second game in the playoffs till you win the first game so you know i know you guys will be working hard on making sure you get all that handled with lamar county and playing at home which is a shot in the arm in the playoffs and i know you'll be working on them getting everybody healthy i think that's an advantage for you guys you know Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Next week we uh we'll try to get a film on Lamar County. Uh, sorry, Brett, because I, I think they probably still got another weekend game. So we'll try to get some kind of film and uh, try to break them down and kind of and we're basically gonna go over the corrections of our last game and try to fix a lot of the things that we did wrong on Monday and then we'll practice Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday on uh, prepping for Lamar County. Awesome. So we'll get an extra extra look, couple of days to get ready for those guys. Man, if they play, if they play next Friday, send Marlon with a map. You have to give him a handwritten map on how to get down there and a handwritten map on how to get back. Send Marlon. 
I'm gonna send, uh, sir. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna send him on down there. I, hopefully, he won't smile the whole time he's down there. <laughs> he will. He will. He will. Man, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh man. He talks about you all the time, man. I love. That. I love them guys, man. I, here's what you can bet with Marlon and those guys. They all about Tanner. Oh, they, they are. Crap boy. about nobody else. Nobody else. Best of us yep. dirt. Yeah, that's right. Front row sitters everywhere you go. That's yep. good and bad, man. I mean, that's good and bad, but, man, they love that place. Yes, yeah. they do. Oh, yeah. Bleed green. Marlin's a good dude. Yeah, he is. Oh, yeah. When he, when he ain't working at Steel Casey. <laughs> he, he goes to work at Steel Casey. He ain't working at Steel Casey. <laughs> I, can, yeah, I can attest that. I worked with him for a long time when I was there. He, yeah, he, told, he, told, he told me he works hard now, so I'm glad y'all tell the truth. <laughs> no, y'all, yeah, don't, tell, don't listen to that field. <laughs> oh, God. Well, Coach, sure. we we appreciate you joining us, man. Get get healed up this week, fix some corrections, and go get Lamar County next week. Good luck, week. Coach. Yep. All right, I appreciate it, man. Y'all have a blessed day, guys. All right, you, you too, man. man. That's uh, Coach Oscar Bonds of the Tanner High School Football Rattlers. And um, good show today, guys. Yep. yep. Went by fast as usual. You guys uh, ain't got nothing to do at midnight tonight. Don't forget Couch <laughs> Confessions with Todd. Yeah. All to you by Pasquale's. Oh, yeah. All you ladies coming. <laughs> Anything talk. new, Tim, before we go? Athlete uh, of the Week? Athlete of the Week was Hayden Durham from Ardmore. Uh-huh. And uh, our Howl with the Havoc winners this week, Stacy Rolls, Scott Wimmer, Heather Gilliland, uh, Paul Streeter, Heather Porter, and Robert Rigsby. So there you go, our winners for the week. Congratulations to all of them. And... Thanks for listening, Beanie. <laughs> Beanie's on Snapchat, so hook up with him on Snapchat. Yeah, no way. Who told him oh, to do that? Real quick, Ray Aikens uh, sent me a message last night. Um, you know, he's over the Youth Football Association Aikens. here, and um, all of his all of those teams have either made the Final Four or the championship game. Oh, so wow. every every team in that in that youth football that youth football has made it to the Final Four or the championship game. So congratulations to Ray and that whole organization. Yeah, congratulations. A lot for youth football here Absolutely. in Athens, Limestone County. Well, Absolutely. we, as Tomcat always says, we ain't got to go home. We got to get up out of here for Todd DeBuy, Coach Clint Lade, producer extraordinaire Tim Lambert. Tom, be safe down there at Auburn, safe travels home. We'll talk to y'all next week. You've been listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk on the Big 1080 WKC and her PAS Plus app. You've been listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk, live from Applebee's Neighborhood Grill on Highway 72 East in Athens, just off I-65. You can hear the archive of this and other shows online at tailgatetalk.net. Applebee's Tailgate Talk is a production of Play Action Sports on 1080 WKAC.